Welcome to the LHA Church Podcast. This is Jerry Galloway, and I'm the pastor of LHA Church. Thanks for joining us today. I pray this blesses you, strengthens your faith to know that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Hallelujah. I'm excited this morning to, to bring God's word in. What's really awesome is when uh, God lays something on your heart, and then he provides the illustration uh, for your message, and we'll see about that here just in a second. But literally, uh, God provided this morning an illustration for what he wanted to speak to us uh, today. But I want to I wanna bring a message uh, to you today that I just, I call it boots on the ground. And, uh, you know, sometimes when you're uh, preparing and seeking God and and, you know, and I know just like uh, Pastor Jerry, and we talked about this many times, how, you know, you just really want to speak what God wants to speak. You, you want to speak what the Holy Spirit uh, gives you. And, and so in prayer time, felt like God gave me uh, this message. And, of course, you know, I'm just like, well, God, but, you know, uh, when I look back over, you know, the last year when I preach and stuff, um, Maybe I should do something a little bit different. I mean, come on, who, what am I thinking? Why am I arguing with God on uh, what he wants me to speak? And I was like, well, God, I, but, 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 but I knew the Holy Spirit wanted me to speak this today and to, to bring this to us today because there's a call going out to his people. There's a call going out to his people that it's time to stand up. It's time to fight it's time for God's people to stand up, uh, boots on the ground. No, I'm not 100% sure if this is where the term boots on the ground uh, originated from, but I've heard it a lot when it comes to the military. And as far as getting, getting people in the fight, getting boots on the ground. And uh, through my father and through my great uncle, um, I got to hear um, uh, stories of my great uncle who was... Uh, who was uh, in World War II, and talk about the process of, of how we needed soldiers and we needed men. And he was a part of, uh, of the division that was going from island to island and uh, was going and taking island to island to island as a, um, as a pathway to the enemy that was before us to be able to reach the enemy uh, that we were trying to get to in World War II. And uh, talked about how how uh, the stories of it it uh, it took boots on the ground. They could stand back all they wanted, and and from planes and uh, ships they can bomb the islands, but that would not take care of what needed to be taken care of. They had to put boots on the ground, and they had to go, and they had to fight, and they had to to activate and. And so many stories, because you got to know this, is they knew when they were going and the boots were on the ground, they knew it could cost them everything, but yet they went anyway. Think about that for a second. They knew it could cost them everything, but yet they went anyway. And through that, and, and uh, I would sit and talk with my uncle on his porch. Uh, my uncle was a, a, a commander um, of a division, and they had cleared an island, and, and got and thought that was everything was okay. And as they were uh, setting up a, a base camp, um, another one of the the enemy soldiers was in the ground underneath in camo and popped up and and shot my uncle four times across the back, hitting him in the spine, and he was paralyzed for the rest of his life. But he said he knew every time he went, every time he stood, every time he put his foot 
on the ground on an island and began to, to go with his men to do it. He knew that it could cost him everything. It cost him his life, but yet he was still willing to do it. He was still willing, just like many soldiers that are even in this place that have, were more than willing at any times to say, you know what, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, send me, I'll go. And I believe with all my heart that as we, um, as we discuss today and talk uh, today of, of boots on the ground, there's some things that we need to understand. We, you know, over the last few weeks, uh, we talked about uh, living in character and honor, living uh, in authority that we need to live in God's authority. Uh, we talked about uh, pursuing God and, and once again, uh, getting a passion and a fire for God, looking past all the comforts of life and the positive things around us and going after God and, and seeking God, um, looking, looking uh, beyond our past successes in Christ and asking God for something new in our life, something fresh in our life. And we talked about these things. And you can kind of see the journey that God has been taking us uh, through these last few weeks and to, to really come to this to this message of what we're talking about today, we're talking about boots on the ground. And the number one thing that we have to understand is this, is understand that God chose me. Now, I want everybody to point at themselves. Everybody point at themselves. God chose me. God's plan has always been, has always been, has always been, been that it was going to be us that bring about his kingdom, that, that, that brings about the kingdom of God where many people would come in in salvation. His plan has, it has always been that he would use his people. He did it. He modeled it from the very beginning as he chose his disciples, not just the 12, but there was hundreds of disciples that he had in that process, not just the 12. He showed us it was his model. It was how he's going to do it is God is going to do it through his people. He chose me. God's plan of attack has always been me. It's always been me. Now, when sometimes... Sometimes I think that, I don't know if it's a wrong mindset or a wrong understanding, but how many times in the past, and I know that, that I've prayed these prayers many times, it's like, oh, God, God, please um, reach Marion. God, please reach my work. God, please, God, I beg of you, Lord. I beg of you, Lord. God, work in this area. Work in this area. And, and, and uh, praise God, uh, we're praying and we're asking God. But a lot of times there's a disconnect between our prayers and the answer to that prayer. There's a disconnect because we're praying that, but the disconnect that we have is that we don't realize that we're the ones that are the answer to that prayer. We, we forget we're the ones that are the answer to that prayer that we just prayed. God reached Mary. Well, guess what? He chose you to do it. Come on. He chose you to do it. He chose me. It's always been God's plan of attack was to use his people. He set it up that way. He, he laid out the carpet before us during his earthly ministry and, and the, the discipling of the disciples and the people. He, he set it all up. 
And even before he ascended to heaven, before them, he had set it all up, the whole plan, the, the whole plan of attack, and said, here you go. This is in your hands. I'm going to send you a helper, and, but this is in your hands. I have chosen you to reach the world. I've chosen you to bring forth the message and the glory and the gifts of the Spirit. So many times, how many also have ever prayed the prayer that, oh, God, I just want to see miracles. I want to see the works of the Spirit in this place. And, and God, I, want, I just want to see your power. Uh, God, just, uh, just as uh, the early church and, and many before us have seen um, signs and wonders before us, God, I pray for that signs and wonders to come to, to be in this place, to be in our church, to be in our community. And once again, there's a disconnect. Because we're praying that prayer, but we're not realizing that the answer to the prayer is me. Come on. Come on. We're not realizing the answer. We are the answer. The Bible is very clear that the harvest is plentiful but the workers are few. We need to get rid of that disconnect and understand that I am God's plan to bring forth the kingdom of God in this world today, in Marion, Indiana, in the community, in the workplace that I'm in. I am God's plan of attack. And I am also God's plan to bring forth signs and wonders into this world, into the presence, into the presence of God's people, in the presence of this world. I am the one that's chosen to bring forth. In um, Mark chapter 16, verse 15, and you guys have heard this uh, many times, but it said, he said to them, go into all the world and preach uh, the gospel to all creation. His plan is simple. He's teaching us. He's saying it's about you. It's about you. I have chosen you. I have chosen you. I have chosen you. And then you go and look in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6 through 10. And it says this, and God raised us up, with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms, in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is grace, for it is by grace that you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself, it is a gift from God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Now look, let's look here in verse 10. It says this, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ, created in Christ to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. And then uh, we talked about the scripture uh, a few weeks ago in John 14, 12, that says, Verily, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. Listen, we've got to understand, we've got to get rid of the disconnect and understand that it is me that God has chosen to do to, to answer all the prayers that we prayed for years for, for salvation, for people to come and to receive Christ for the works 
of the Lord. Now, sometimes we just get scared, and we're just like, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's all lies from the enemy, just to let you know, because he is scared to death that you're going to step into that. He is scared to death that God's people are going to start waking up again and walking in to what they were called to do. He's scared. He's scared. So he wants to fill you full of lies and tell you this, that, or that. He wants to keep you bound up. He wants to keep you at a point to where, to where you have no influence anywhere around you. But God is saying enough is enough. It's time. We need boots on the ground. We need boots on the ground again. I need my people to once again stand up. I want my people to once again stand up and begin to live for truth, begin to stand for truth. I want my people to not be okay with what's going on around them when it comes to sinful, sinful, sinful policies and different things. We do not have to be okay with it. And we can stand up and say, that's not right. That's not right. We are called to stand up. We are called to be the influencers. We are called. And God is asking once again, get the boots on the ground. Get your boots on the ground. It's me. I'm the answer. I'm the answer. Not because of who I am, but because he that is in me. Because he that is in me, I can do all things. I can do all things. Oh, my voice doesn't mean nothing. Yes, it does. Because your voice is a representing the power of God that's inside you. You can do it. We need to get our boots on the ground once again. So understand that God chose me. I'm the answer to the prayers. Where his plan always have been. Where the plan to bring signs and wonders into this world into this place. And here's what, it, it, I'm going to go to the next point. This is so awesome how God literally gave today a real life illustration about what I'm, about, what I'm talking about because the Lord really talked about this. And this is what was funny. This was the, when I was praying and I was seeking God for what he wanted uh, to hear today, this was the point that I wanted to do something different. And, but today, God literally gave a real-life illustration of what he's talking about. He wants us to know something. He wants us to see something. And this is it. So we understand that it's me. And the second thing is this, is we need to begin to open up our eyes and our hearts to see that God is moving. We need to begin to open up and see that the kingdom of God is at work everywhere around us. We need to begin to open up and, and have our mind be on the kingdom of God and, and that we're able to see what God is doing. When we begin to see that way, everything will be different. When we're able to see that way, everything we do will be different in our life when we realize that God is at work and he chose me to do the work. And he showed that today. You know, I had no clue that Sister Paula was going to 
to um, have testimonies today. I had no clue. She was supposed to run that by me, uh, but, but it's okay. I'm just playing. She's, she, Pastor Jerry's number one, then she's number two. And so, actually, probably she's more like one and a half instead of two. She's, she's up there a little ways. And so, and so, and so, yeah, I had no idea that she was going to do that. And as soon as she started doing that, I was like, oh, God, you're just showing off again. You're just showing off. You made an illustration. You wanted people to see how much you were at work. And just those testimonies, I guarantee you, there was a lot more that could have testified about what God's doing in your life. So when we begin to see that and understand that we're the answer, God is saying, I'm at work, and I want you to be the part of it. I want you to run it. So when you begin to think about that, you got... Everything you do, you kind of you think different. And, and from the moment that, uh, that God laid this on my heart, um, I, I came to him. I said, God, um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to, everywhere I go, I'm just going to start thinking um, about that you're at work. And now when I go to wherever, Dollar General, wherever, and I go by and I see people, I say, God, what are you doing in their life? Because we know he's at work. God, what's going on over here? What are you doing in their life? God, show me. God, what do you, you want me to be a part? You want me to tell them something? And I've just been offering myself to God. Say, God, okay, that's me. You chose to use me. God, I'll be a part. And I begin, and I begin doing that everywhere I go. I've just been saying, okay, God, what are you doing? Show me what you're doing. Do you want me to say something to him? And I want to tell you something. He will do that. He will do that. I'll never forget a, a lady um, a while back ago, and I'd never met her. I, I'd never seen her before, and I have never seen this lady ever since. But I went by her, and I was just like, man, the Holy Spirit just like did a download. And I was like, and she was shopping in the clothing section. And, and so I went up, I said, hey, how are you doing? And, and I just began to tell her how much God loved her. And then boom, just like that, the Holy Spirit just said, hey, tell her this. And so I was like, I don't want to tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, don't really want to tell her that one, Lord. Um, and I said, uh, the Lord just told me that you're very angry and mad at him and you blame him for something. And he wants to tell you at this moment in time that he loves you. He never left you. And during that time of hardship that you went through, he wants you to know that he was always there and he never left you no matter what. And she just started weeping and crying in that store, just weeping and crying. And I was like, I'm glad she didn't pull a gun out of her purse. You know, I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, 50-50 there. I wasn't sure which way it was gonna go. And so, and, and so, and so, and so, yeah. And so she's weeping and crying. And then once she kind of got under control, uh, you know, just got the, the she goes, she goes, I gotta tell you something. She said four months ago, she goes, I, I, she goes, I haven't, I haven't served the Lord for four months. I, I walked away from him because for Months ago, my only son died in a car accident, and I blamed God, and I was so mad at God that I refused to serve him. Come on. He is at work, and he chose me. He chose you. How many people do we go by 
Because our mind is not about the kingdom of God. It's about our business. How many people do we go by that God wants us to be used to reach them because he loves them so much? And when we go anywhere, we know and understand that God is always at work. I don't care what they look like. I don't care what it seems. God wants to use you to bring forth his gifts, his work, his kingdom. He wants to use you. We are part of the plan. We are the plan for his working among his people. And guess what? We're all his people. Every last person on this earth is a child of God. doesn't matter what they look like, if they're scary or if they're this. God is calling us to see that he's at work. I've, been, I've prayed a couple times out in the last few weeks because I have felt this so strongly. I felt so strong that this, this um, phrase, if you want to say I've been praying it, uh, that, the, that the windows of heaven are, are open. I believe with all my heart that we're in a season and a time right now that the windows of heaven are open and the glory and the power and the presence of God wants to pour out through his people. I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that how, I mean, honestly, I've never in my life seen a people that's been so desperate as what they are right now. The harvest is ripe. We are the harvesters. We are the ones chosen. We are the ones chosen. You'd be surprised what, when you begin to see that way and be lit, begin to uh, go into places and, and, and see these kind of things happen and, and, and see that people are working, it's going to change everything you do. You know what? You might as well now plan your grocery shopping trips for two hours. Because, well, I'm going grocery shopping, but I'm also, uh, I need, I got some, uh, I got some work my dad wants me to do. My father wants me to do. So th this, uh, this, I, I, I mean, it's funny because, I mean, the Lord's teaching me too. Um, and praise God, you know, for Walmart that you can buy groceries and stuff. And, but Walmart has went to this uh, thing to where it's all, um, electronic or, or there and they only have one li line open um, and at all the time. Well, anytime that I go to get stuff for the church, which is 20 to 30 times a week, um, <laughs> I, um, I can't use our tax exempt at those things. So I have to go in that one line that has 45 people in it. And, and so, so I'm always in there. So once again, I pull up, pull my cart up and I'm like, oh, gotta be kidding me it's gonna be 40 minutes you know all this kind of stuff and all of a sudden holy spirit said what am i doing what's going on around you what work am i doing in people's life and i'm just like okay i heard you 
Hi. How are you doing today? Oh, good. That's good. good. Man, I'll tell you what, I'm good. God is always good. And I immediately just, yeah. And she, she did leave the line, but, um, but, but, but hey, I'm just like, hey, if I, I want to be a part of what God's doing. And so I turned around and I started talking about how God, how good God was. And she responded great and all this kind of stuff. Well, she left and went to another line. I don't know if it was because of me or because the line was so long. I don't know. But then the next guy came up. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And I'm like, God, this is fun. This is exciting. Because every time that I turned around, I knew that I knew that I didn't have to trust or understand. Or, well, is God at work or is he not in this person? Always. Always. So I know it's never a mistake to bring and show the love of God to people. It's never a mistake. And let's just be honest. How many people, some good-looking guy like me turns around, they're not going to run. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to run. They're going to be like, you know, first thought is, hey, he's good-looking. And then second thought is, oh, he loves Jesus. And, and so, um, <laughs> but yeah. And so, hey, I, listen, you say something enough times, it will come true. And so, um, so even if it takes... Hey, if it takes when the glorified body comes, it's still going to come true. I'm telling you what. It's going to happen. But listen, God, he is so good. He's so awesome. And he wants us to understand and know that he's at work. Let's get the boots on the ground. Let's get going, church. I want to use you. I chose to use you. I told you in my word that you are the ones I choose you. Listen. Listen. It doesn't matter who you are. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Every last one of us has a call and purpose. Every last one of us are chosen. Every last one of us are chosen. There's none of us, none of us that are outside of that. God's people, we are all chosen. So I want to I just want to read this, and, and, and this kind of gives the heart, and, and this scripture is a moment in time to where Peter, who made a mistake and, and denied Christ, and, and this is a process of, of Jesus reinstating him. But what he is saying here is Jesus is giving us the plan for all his people, for all his churches. He's given us the plan. And it's in John chapter 21, verses 15 through 17. John chapter 21, verses 15 through 17. And it says this. It says, When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. And again, again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Take care of my sheep. 
The third time he said to Simon, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? And he said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. In that time, you know, many times we look at that scripture and we just see it at that's the moment that uh, Peter gets kind of reinstated, that God, um, you know, try, encourages him, tells him that this is, you know, God's called him, that he hasn't, he's not outside that call anymore because he messed up. Uh, but he, that he was going to, we see that, we see the scripture. But the truth is that entire scripture, that entire passage shows God's heart to his people and the fact that he called me and you to go take care of it to go feed them come on to go take care of them he called us he laid it out all in that scripture right there he laid it all out for us i don't know what to do well he told us go out go out to the lost Go out and take care of them. Feed them. Bring them to me. We see the heart of God. We see the heart of God. We need to get a hold of that scripture to understand once again, to understand once again, he is at work and always will be. Wake up, boots on the ground, church. We're called. We're called. It's, it's me. How often do we hear this? How often do we agree with it, what's being said? But how often do we act on it? How often do we hear this? We know it, but how often do you act upon it? How often do I act upon it? I know this. I know he's chosen me. How often do I hear it? How often do I know it? But how often do I act, act upon it? And God is saying at this point, this time, he's saying, my children, put your boots on the ground. Put your boots on the ground. He created and chose me. He created and chose me. His desire is obedience, not perfection. Because we can lie to ourselves and say, well, I'm not this, this, or this yet, so I can't do this. Listen, there's none of us in here that are at the point of perfection. None of us. None of us. Well, you don't understand, Pastor Jeremy. I, 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 just, I don't like crowds. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like people. Well, that's probably not biblical. <laughs> I have to check again later, but I'm pretty sure that's probably not biblical. And, and we've got all these excuses because we look at our imperfections and like, how can God use me? I'm not loud. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not this. Well, we've already showed that every single one of us, every single one of us are called of God. And he's asking us to be obedient to that call. 
He'll take care of you. He'll take care of you. you. You step out. Let the Holy Spirit work through you. Let the Holy Spirit work through you. Step out. Step out. Listen, he wants to bring life to our faith. He wants to bring life. Like I said earlier, it's fun. And I say that in a way, it's, it's fun. And I say that in reflection that it brings a lot of joy to me to do the work of my father. It, it makes me feel really good turn around and telling somebody about how good Jesus is and how awesome he is. It does, uh, it, it just, oh man, it just, it just makes me feel alive. Makes me feel alive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. God, call us to action. God, let us step up, Lord God, once again. Let us step up, Lord God, once again. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Call us to action. God, I feel your presence in this place. I feel your presence in this place. Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Call us to action, Lord God. Call us to action, Lord God. Jesus, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. On Wednesday night, spoke to the young people and I asked them this question as they were lined up in the, at the altar and I asked them what does your faith cost you? Because if it doesn't cost you anything then it doesn't mean anything to you. What does your faith cost you? Those soldiers that I talked about, they understood when they signed up to go, they understood that it could cost them their life. But they went anyway. They fully understood the price that they would have to pay and could pay. What is your relationship with Jesus costing you? Is it just costing you an hour and a half on Sundays? Or has it cost you everything in your whole life given to him? Because his will is that everything that we count the cost, give everything to him and follow him. Not one thing we talked about this a few weeks ago about the rich young ruler. Well, can I hold on to this one thing? No. God is saying once again, my people, pick up your cross and follow me. Jesus. Jesus. 
want to answer that call. God, I want to answer that call. First thing I want to ask is this. If there's anybody in this place that you do not have a relationship with Jesus, you don't know him as your personal Lord and Savior, I want you to know he came, he died on the cross, shed his blood, his flesh torn for you, for forgiveness of your sins, and then rose again on the third day. And if you're in this place just at this moment, if you're saying, that's me, I want Jesus, I want to accept him as my Lord and Savior, I want to live for him, I'm ready to give him everything, if that's you, I just want you to come right now and just stand at this, the front of this building. That's me. So I'm not going to do this on my, I'm not going to do this my, on my own anymore. I want Jesus. I'm ready to give my life to Jesus. If that's you, anybody in this place, if you want, come. Just come to these altars right now. Say, that's me. I had to give that call. I have to give that call because that's the heart of the Father. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. He loves you so much. Anybody in this place say, hey, I'm going to give it all. I'm going to give my life to Jesus. Come. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Today, it's simple. God is calling us to answer his call. He chose me. Can you say that out loud? Say he chose me. Say it again. Thank you. I can feel the presence of God when you guys said that. It chills me. Jesus. Jesus. Let's just take a moment right now and just worship him and praise him. Lord, we just want you to speak to us, Lord. We want you to speak to us. Just open up right now. Just open up your heart to him right now and say, God, just begin speaking to me. Just begin speaking to me, Lord. 
heart's desire, Lord God. You're our heart's desire. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are worthy. Day, just as we're closing, just gonna ask in this place if it's your heart's desire to answer the call, if it's your heart's desire to be the boots on the ground, I'm just gonna ask just for it. But if you want to come up to the altar, you want whatever. But I'm just going to ask in some way, somehow respond to the call of God, whether it's kneeling, whether it's lifting your hands right now in worship and praise. And you're saying and you're telling God right now, I want to answer the call, Lord. I want to answer the call. I want to answer the call, Lord God. I want to answer the call. God, I want to answer your call. You chose me, Lord. You chose me, Lord Jesus. You chose me, Lord God. You chose me, Jesus. God, I want to answer the call, Lord. I want to answer the call, Lord God. I want to answer the call. Jesus. Jesus. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Thank you. I want to answer the call. I want to answer the call. I want to answer the call. I want to answer the call, Jesus. I want to answer the call. I want to answer the call.
surrender our all to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now just begin to tell the Lord what you mean and how much you want to be used of him. Just begin. I encourage you to begin to speak out loud, even if that's just a whisper, just so just so your mind doesn't wander and you can begin to talk to him and let your faith build. Lord, use me, God, for your glory, Jesus. God, I pray you would open my eyes, Lord Jesus, to see you, Lord. God, I give you praise today, Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, I would not be ashamed of the gospel, Lord. And I surrender all. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, just thank you, Father, for your word today, Lord God. Thank you for the celebration of testimonies that we had in this place today, Lord. And God, I pray, Father, that our hearts be turned to you, Lord God. That our hearts be turned to you, Lord Jesus. May we answer the call, Lord God. Let us, each and every one of us, Lord, answer your call, Lord God. Father, serve you with everything, Lord God. God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God. So, Lord, I pray, Father, let us go this week, Father, in power, in authority, in signs and wonders. We love you. We thank you, Jesus. The altars remain open. If you want to take some time and pray, then we invite you to come and kneel around the altar and spend some time with the Lord. God bless you. We love you today.